Welcome to Build with Hari Rao, a podcast by Get Ready Ministry. Let's receive today's word. Greetings, greetings. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to our live prophetic service. Wherever you're watching, whichever time zone you're watching in, it gives me great joy to welcome you one more time to partake of the Lord, to partake of the word of the Lord and to come together as one family in the Lord Jesus Christ. So, thank you for making time for the word of the Lord. Thank you for making time to be with me, to be with the Lord today. I am excited. Oh, what a glorious time to be alive. Amen. We thank the Lord Jesus. Wherever you are, can you take a few seconds and thank the Lord for what he has done? Come on. We have come to almost the end of the month of March. Ah, sorry, May, March. <laughs> we come to the end of May and and the Lord has been faithful and the Lord has been faithful. Amen. So, are you excited for the word today? Oh, I'm excited. I'm telling you. I am excited because what the Lord is about to bring to you this this morning, afternoon or evening wherever you're watching from. Did you did you enjoy? Did you learn? Did you grow last Saturday? What an important word the brought the Lord brought to us about knowing who God designed you to be as a king and as a priest. Hmm? So, I'm going to continue on that subject, but we're going to do a couple of things. We're going to dive deep dive a little, not too much, just a little into the aspects of being a king and being a priest. Yeah. And like I said last week, we've already covered this subject to some degree in a series I thought about a year and a half 2 years ago called kingdom of priests so i would want, i would encourage you to go back and listen to that series it will greatly help you it will greatly benefit you um so what i'm teaching now will be an addition a layer on top of that existing teaching so we thank god <sighs> father We thank you. Be with us. Speak to your children. Let great grace be released to them today. Amen. You know, sometimes I ask the Lord, I'm like, God, why am I revisiting this teaching? You know, I've already taught this. And I can go back and you know we can do something new or something exciting. Uh I like you know I don't want to retouch a subject that we've already covered so extensively but if you have noticed that in the last couple of months the Lord has intentionally revisited some topics prophetically because I think it's important for this season and uh, the reason today we are continuing in this series called King Kings and Priests is because child of god identity is power 
identity is power in the kingdom of god everything rises and falls on the knowledge of who you are you rise in this kingdom on the strength of your knowledge on the strength of your understanding my people perish for the lack of understanding so in this kingdom identity knowing who you are knowing who you are is power now what has happened is and we we are all guilty of this is that we have made identity uh, uh and uh, we've made identity about motivation okay so what has happened is as as preachers as pastors when we come and speak to congregations and we speak at conferences we say that you know what you're not broke but you are blessed you're not a victim you're a victor you are not the tail but you're the head and and everybody claps and everybody gets excited but you never understood your identity what happens is that you you go out shouting you go out clapping but nobody sat down and explained to you who you actually are what are the functions god has given to you what is the power that he has invested in you so we are shouting we are happy but we are powerless royalty listen to me carefully royalty is of no use if you don't know how your kingdom works shouting you're a child of god is of no use if you don't know how your father works shouting that i am a king and i am a priest is of no use if you don't know how this kingdom works what are your rights what are your obligations what are your duties what are your responsibilities knowing how this kingdom works and how you fit in this kingdom is power how many times have you shouted about something and <laughs> you got so excited and and then you walked away and you're like wait a minute now what do i do now how do i live this life okay i'm a king i am a priest and 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 uh, how do i pay my rent <laughs> Are you guys with me or am I just talking to myself there's nothing more frustrating to be promised an inheritance and to never walk into it to be shown what you are capable of and never live that capacity to be given a picture of who you are and never realizing that ah huh? nothing more frustrating to be shown the vast magnitude of power that is available to us and not even experiencing 1% of that power eh what's the point what if i tell you hey uh, you have access to 100 million dollars but you never see 1 dollar you never get to experience or touch even $10 or $100 to pay for your meal. What well, what good is that knowledge? Huh? What good is that knowledge if you don't get into the experience?
experience of that knowledge today that's the problem right we have so much information and so little experience we shout about healing but we never see healing we shout about prophecy but we never experience the fulfillment of that prophecy we 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 shout about breakthrough but so few walk into a breakthrough but today by the grace of the lord jesus christ you are walking into that grace of making everything that you have as knowledge experience yeah yeah your life cannot be limited to knowledge alone your life has to come to a place where you experience come on can that's a good place to shout oh that's a good place to shout say i am not bound to knowledge i am free to experience it yeah so so one of the reasons i am teaching on this subject is is not to show off how much i know but for my people to experience the reality of who they are i want you to have victories i want you to experience results tangible results i was teaching to uh, i was see, i was teaching somebody i was having a conversation actually and i was telling them how we celebrate miracles we celebrate breakthroughs that are a result of coming in contact with an anointing you know you come to a man of god he lays hands on you he prays for you you were sick and you get healed you were broke or whatever you know you there was a situation and he prays for you and post the prayer you walk into a healing you walk into a breakthrough you walk into a miracle and it's very powerful and we all need it and it is the work of the holy spirit so there are miracles that come because you are in contact of an anointing you came in contact of a grace and then there are miracles ah thank you lord jesus then there are breakthroughs that come to you because you have been sitting under the cloud of a voice that you've been sitting under the sound of a certain teaching ministry of a certain teaching priest it's not just because the man of god prayed for you it's not just because you came in contact with the anointing no 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 you have been hearing the word and the word has been reorganizing your mind and reorganizing your thoughts reorganizing your spirit and now because he, you are you are renewed in your mind you are renewed in your spirit your life produces results hey you have become the center for certain activity you have become the center for a certain results to come so now what has happened is you're not just producing results because you came in touch came in contact with an oil but because you have received the word and the word is working in you the word is working in you and now ah, you have you 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 not only know 
you can duplicate let me say it this way you can reproduce this results you can duplicate these results because you just didn't get a prayer you got the word you got the knowledge you got the understanding you know when i teach you you know there is no mechanism for me to retrieve what i taught you what i give is yours forever ah but i can if the lord allows me to perform a miracle if the lord works through me and and works for a healing you become a beneficiary of that miracle and that healing but you don't know how it happened so every time you need a miracle you have to come to me eh but isn't this a superior grace isn't this a superior way of managing and doing life that i teach you to handle the situations and circumstances of life to produce results by yourself ah there is a grace that comes because you've been under the cloud of a voice ah we thank god and that's worth celebrating you <laughs> you know if you think today's uh, word is good it's because my wife made me the best cup of tea so the tea is really working for you today <laughs> i'm joking so can we take a moment to appreciate my wife a woman of god prophetess christina what a joy she is i'm telling you even if i fail to think of you and even if i fail to remember you my wife makes it a point to constantly remind me of you guys and says what about this person what about this person what do you think is going to happen can you pray for this you know you you are blessed you are blessed you are blessed yeah we thank god for her life amen i'm telling you her prophetic is so sharp oh my god the last few days she's been sharing things with me and i'm like uh, okay okay what's going on here <laughs> it's scary you know uh, i'm taking a small break from my from what i'm supposed to be in right now but there are people who carry a gift you know they have a grace they have a gift my wife is the gift you know she just has to walk into an environment and that place is blessed she doesn't have to talk to you she doesn't have to pray for you if you uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. she's a gift she is a gift i want to appreciate her today and uh, we thank god for such a grace amen so let's go into what we were teaching so identity is power identity is power identity is power i don't have to rob you of your inheritance if i just convince you that you are not worthy of the inheritance if i can change your identity i can if i can rob you of your identity you will forfeit you will give up you will let go of your inheritance you will let go of your destiny you will let go of the things that were for you 
ah that's scary that's scary i don't have to fight you about your destiny i don't have to fight you about the things that god wants to do for you and in you and for you if i can just convince you you are not the person you're not worthy of being a father you're not worthy of being a mother you're not worthy of being a businessman you're not you're not good enough to be a child of god you're not good enough to be a woman of god you're not good enough to be a man of god if i can convince you with lies then that which is supposed to come to you you will disqualify yourself i don't have to fight you oh i don't have to fight you i just have to convince you you are the wrong person <laughs> you are the wrong person you are the wrong person you are not what god says you are yeah and then what you will do is God didn't disqualify you. Hmm? God is not the one that rejected you. God is not the one that said, "Go go, I don't need you." You walked yourself out of a blessing. Oh, can I say that to you one more time? You walked yourself out of a blessing. You carried yourself out of your promised land. You carried yourself out of the place where God had already given to you. So child of God, it's very important that you don't believe the lies of the enemy, but you believe the word of God, you believe the truth of the scripture. So let's go to Revelation chapter 5. We will read one more time this verse that we have been studying. Revelation chapter 5 uh, verse 10. and you have made them a kingdom of priests to our god you have made them kings and priests to our god you have made them you have made them made them made them not call them not spoke them but made them this is an important uh distinction that you need to know that god just didn't call you a king and a priest god just didn't speak to you and make you a priest god didn't call you into the office of a king and a priest god made you he touched you and made you it's an important just like how adam was not called out he was not spoken into existence he was made 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 into a living soul so your office your calling is not one that is spoken out but one that required god to touch you and make you make you make you which means you carry the fingerprint of god the one more time i said you carry the fingerprint of god god could have easily spoken you into existence if he so desired god could have just called you out and it would have still worked because his word is powerful but you 
he decided to make you because he wanted you to carry his fingerprint this is so beautiful it is so beautiful and i said this to you last week when god wanted his image to become visible he didn't make a photograph he didn't make an idol he didn't make an image he didn't create a statue instead of creating a non-living thing instead of erecting a statue or an idol or a or an image instead he made you a living breathing mobile image you can move and talk and interact so god's image is not a stone god's image is not a picture god's image is you god made you to be the carrier of this image isn't that powerful isn't that beautiful so this invisible god becomes visible through you so powerful i'm telling you that gets me excited that gets me excited and within this image are two functions the function of a king and the function of a priest a very powerful adam was both king and priest and some would include saying prophet for our discussion we'll just limit it to king and priest adam was both king and priest the king part is easy <laughs> because be fruitful and multiply and subdue the earth the question is what was there to subdue isn't isn't this the creation of god that god created and said it is good please stay with me did he, did he not just make the heavens and the earth did he just not make the animals did he just not make the fruit bearing trees the vegetable bearing trees did he just not make the fish and the animals and the birds and the reptiles huh he god made all of these things and after making all of these things he said it is good on and on day 6 he makes man out of the dirt after the dust of the earth blows into his nostrils be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it was so powerful so if all the earth is already blessed in a sense if the all the earth is already good oh what is there to subdue what rebellion is there for me to conquer which kingdom is rebelling for me to bring it and subdue it come on are you guys with me please stay with me this is very beautiful this is very powerful i want you to catch this if god made all these things and called it good so we would assume that they are functioning in a way that is good they are doing what they're supposed to be doing and yet god 
is telling Adam, be fruitful and multiply it, fill it and subdue it. What are we subduing? So God made the earth and he called it good. I'm just simplifying it. And yet God went, went and planted a garden, planted a location called Eden. And within Eden, there was a garden. And in the garden, he placed Adam and Eve. So the rest of the earth is there. The rest of the world is there. And it is good. It is beautiful. It is functional. But it is not Eden. But it is not like the garden of the Lord. So God made Adam and Eve and placed them in the garden. So they would experience a way of life. They would experience a quality of life. They would experience God in such a way that is superior to how the rest of the earth was fine. It was good, but it was not the garden. It was functional but it is not Eden. Everything is working. Oh, the fish are beautiful. The fish are swimming. The birds are flying. They are reproducing. The, the, the fruits are sweet. It's beautiful. And yet God is giving Adam a superior life, a superior life, a superior experience. And God is coming and walking and talking with Adam in the cool of the day. And now the mandate for Adam is to take this Eden experience, is to take this garden experience and fill the rest of the world with this glory, is to colonize the earth with the environment of Eden. Ah, I hope this is connecting to somebody. There is a quality of life in Eden. There is a communication with God in Eden. There is a strength in Eden that was not present while the earth was fully functioning and fully beautiful. Adam was supposed to take Eden, take the garden outside of Eden and make the whole earth look like Eden. He was supposed to duplicate Eden everywhere. Isn't it similar to the prayers that the Lord Jesus prayed? Huh? As it is in heaven, let it be on earth. As it is in heaven, let it be on earth. As it is in heaven, let it so. So, do you see the connection of the mandate? You see, Jesus didn't come and create a new mandate. He just prepared salvation was God's program to reinstitute man to his original mandate is to, to redeem man and bring him back to the original mandate which is to fill the earth and subdue it fill the earth and subdue it fill the earth and subdue it, fill the earth and subdue it. And Jesus comes. He of course doesn't use the word Eden. He says, as it is in heaven, 
let it be on the earth let the culture of heaven become the culture of the earth let the protocols of heaven become the protocols of the earth let the quality of life how men and women live in heaven the quality of life why there is no sickness why there's no darkness why there is no depravity why there is holiness and beauty in heaven let that quality of life let that quality of heavenliness become the normal life on the earth but of course you know the story adam failed that mandate was polluted that mandate was corrupted and adam began to multiply an inferior image and an inferior life he was cut off from the life of god he was cut off from the tree of life he was cut off from the eden experience he was cut off from having access to god to walk with him like man would walk with him in the cool of the day and jesus came to reinstitute that so even before sin there were things to subdue <laughs> one more time even before adam sinned there were things to subdue even before adam and eve sinned and partook of the tree there was things that he had to subdue and the first of it was the voice of serpent huh if there was no nothing to bring under submission if was there was nothing to bring under control if there was nothing that you needed to overrule if there was nothing for you to bring under the authority of god why would there be a serpent talking contrary to god which means there must be <laughs> there must have been other things that were on the earth that required adam to rule over because sometimes we read our bible so casually that we skip over these details we skip over these small small things and yet there's so much hidden behind these things hidden behind this world i want you to know something when god gives you something when god gives you a blessing when god gives you a marriage when god gives you a ministry when god gives you for that matter anything in life children for that matter you must not make the mistake to just because this thing came from god this thing is blessed from god that the enemy will not come to attack it that there will be no powers that challenge it huh? see it is the human tendency to not touch something okay let's say for example let's say for example let's say you know in india we are so familiar with these concepts right uh, even as a kid we are aware of these these this power structures right uh because we are we are we are very aware of the damage these things could make 
Like say for example, if if you get to know that you you are getting into a fight, and then you really fi- you find out that the kid that you're fighting with is uh, is connected to a gang or to a mob, or let's say even to a powerful politician, a part of you says, you know what? Let's stay out of this fight. It is wisdom. to not get into this fight because this guy has access to things that I don't have access to so let's just you know what i'm sorry sir we peacefully back out come on let's talk to me right now i want you to understand what i'm trying to say here you know it it is quite within the human experience to back out of a fight when you know who you are fighting who the person you're fighting is connected to It is within the human experience for us to back out of a fight when we become aware of who we are fighting and who this person is connected to. But the devil is not like that. In fact, he comes to fight you because of who you are and because of who you are connected to. Ah yeah 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 yeah. So he comes and he confronts you. he fights you he challenges you and suddenly you are thinking in your mind wait a second wait a second ah doesn't he know i am a child of god doesn't he know i am a man of god doesn't he know i am a woman of god doesn't he know i am a king and a priest why is he fighting why is he fighting me and 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 the mistake you would make is to think he is your equal aish the mistake you would think is 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 that he is your equal and you begin to engage with him like he is your equal child of god he is not your equal ah god help us this morning you see we we begin to think when somebody confronts us and fights us hey maybe this guy has some power eh maybe he's got some pull eh he's got some some armies or some angels or some kind of a backup somewhere so you begin to think this guy must be my equal scripture says the satan goes about like a roaring lion like a roaring lion like a roaring lion like like but we ignore the like and we pay attention we pay too much attention to the roar so instead of thinking wow this guy has got a nice voice he can really produce the voice of a lion Ooh, instead of saying wow man you you can pass as as simba's voice in lion king you should go apply for a job in in disney and they will give you the role of simba and you can roar as much as you want instead of treating him as a voice artist who's doing some kind of a mimicry we treat him like as though he is a lion that is going to devour us are you guys with me now hmm child of god he's not your equal you are the living image of god on the earth thank you god i am with or without your knowledge your spirit man is growing this morning with with even if you don't recognize it it's okay 
even if you don't recognize i know what the lord is doing because i can sense in my heart how you are growing in stature how you are growing in your spirit and and the next battle you have will confirm to you that you have grown because you will look at this battle and what would have scared you 3 months ago what would have made you afraid 3 months ago you look at it and say you know what it's okay i got you i've got this i can handle this there is grace inside of me to manage this situation there is enough power for me to walk into this battle win this battle spoil take the goods take the spoils of the war and come back with the testimony i am not praying for survival i know i'm going to survive i know i'm going to win and i'm going to get some some war spoils from this battle ah shaken tenemant turuso to kalase sometimes the enemy makes us so afraid so afraid It's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. No. The report comes. You're suddenly sad and crying and weeping and say relax. It's okay. This report doesn't change anything. I refuse to believe the report. I believe the word of the Lord. Hey. I refuse to believe the medical report. I believe the word of the Lord. I refuse to believe. Can I can I say this? I refuse to believe my feelings. I believe the word of the Lord. Let me take it one step ahead. I refuse to believe my experience. I believe the word of the Lord. So you are a kingdom. You are a king. and i think all of us know what the function of a king is uh, but i don't want to spend too much time on this but one of the primary functions there are so many i'm telling you if we start talking kingdom it's going to hijack the entire month it's going to hijack the entire year maybe i just want to just skim through the details I'll give you two things, okay? A king executes the vision. Yeah. He has the power to execute the vision. He has the power and the authority to execute the vision. Second, a king protects his territory. A king protects his territory. A king protects his territory. He preserves his territory. A king executes the vision and the king protects and preserves his territory and the king is a role model he's the first citizen of a nation he's the first he's the prime example for everybody to behold and become and that is why the lord jesus christ is our king of kings He is the express image of God. So we are all meant to become like him. Huh? So if you have to function in this king's capacity, then your life must become exemplary above reproach. Hey, nobody should be able to say hey, look 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 if the king can do it, I can do it. 
<laughs> huh? They must not be able to say, look, the king himself is a drunkard. Ah, it's okay for me to drink. If the king with all his power, with all his armies, with all his wealth, if he can drink and be okay, I think I can be. If he's a womanizer, I think I'm okay to be a womanizer, you know? No, 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 no. A king sets the standard of what he wants to be duplicated and imitated in his kingdom. So he is the first citizen. Huh? Are you guys with me? So when you begin to walk in this office of a king, when you begin to walk like the king that the Lord Jesus, your life becomes worthy of imitation. Worthy of imitation. So I gave you three things. We can go on and on. We can dissect and talk about different things. Um, but if you want to study a prototype, study the life of Abraham. Because in the life of Abraham, we see these both realities. We see him operating as a priest and we see him operating as a king. We see him raising altars wherever he went. And we see him. Do you know that Abraham had, had an army yeah, he had an army of trained men in his army. 300 guys. So, a king executes the vision. A king protects. And a king is worthy of imitation. Now, I'm going to give you a small key. And uh, we'll move to the ministry of the priest. Which is very exciting for me. Some of you are disappointed because I didn't say the king is going to wield his sword, ride on a horse. <laughs> Welcome to a different kingdom. Okay. Uh, like I said, there are many facets to being a king. I'm only bringing you three things that are relevant to our discussion today in this stage of life. How does a king rule? A king rules with his words. A king is, he rules with his words. Child of God, at some point, I'm going to, I'm going to be gentle when I say this to you. At some point, you have to take your own words seriously. One more time. At some point, you have to take your words seriously. The more casual you are about your words, the less weight they carry. <laughs> if you don't take your own words seriously, why would the heavens take your words seriously? Hmm. Some of you talk non-stop from morning 9 to the night, the night 3 a.m. You are talking and talking and talking and talking and talking and talking and talking. Hush, relax. Take a break. You know, sometimes angels are confused when they look at you. They are confused. They're like, are we supposed to do what he's talking? Or... Uh, you know, like, because I don't understand this, because in the morning, he prayed and declared something. 
it's not even been 2 hours is already complaining about the gas prices i don't understand this guy huh he prayed for provision in the morning and now he's watching the news and he's complaining about how expensive the houses are i don't get it 2 weeks ago he sowed a seed he raised an altar for god to bless him with a nice house and now he's <laughs> and now he's thinking how he's never going to buy a house he's talking how in this market nobody can buy a house like what's going on angels look at you and they are perplexed because you don't know the weight your own words carry and you put your own helpers who are meant to carry your words and execute your words you put your own words in limbo by contradicting yourself let me give you a thumb rule if you don't want it in your life don't say it if you don't want it in your life don't talk about it if you don't want it in your life don't do analysis about it don't have a gossip session about it if you don't want something in your life stop giving it your attention it's because you don't see yourself as a king it's because you don't see yourself as a royalty you speak the way you speak to your friends you speak the way you speak to your spouse you speak the way you speak to your teams if you carry yourself even 10% like the one god has made you oof you will create havoc in the in the camp of the enemy not even 100% if you just look and talk 10% like how god has made you eesh there's fire everywhere <laughs> huh? some of you are addicted to joking huh? please pick one role either be a comedian or be a man of god it's nothing to be humorous you can crack a joke once in a while but please you can't be a king and a joker you can't be a prophet and a joker no no you pick one role we live in a society listen to me carefully that celebrates the inferior you because the inferior you is what they identify the most with ah if you don't remember anything else just remember what i just said to you we live in a society that celebrates the inferior you because that's what they identify the most with how is harsh eh the minute you start going up the minute you start developing the king in you the minute you start developing the priest in you the minute you start walking into your calling you're going to look less and less and less like this world and they're going to hate you more and more and more because they cannot they with with each level you grow the each time you grow you become lesser and lesser like them 
and they have lesser and lesser to talk about and lesser and lesser to identify themselves so when you grow you become a subject of hatred so child of god you can either live for the praises of people most people when they tell you oh my god he is so humble oh he is so humble they don't know what they're talking about <laughs> you know when when people tell you I, i don't know if we should get into this today huh? when people tell you oh he's so humble you know what they're telling they say oh my god he is so like me huh? he's just like me because nothing about his actions nothing about his behavior is offensive to me that's not humility oh that's not humility that's just the man has understood in this environment this behavior will let me go <laughs> ah it's okay it's okay it's okay if a great man listen to me carefully hmm? if a great man has to become small to accommodate you he is not small he is not humble you are small you are humble so he is just coming to you in a way that is okay for you but that doesn't make him small oh jesus was born in a manger Sheesh. he was born in a humble manger does it make him small I know we are dealing with some touchy subjects today because there is a part of the church that is bent on reducing men. Ah listen to me carefully now. There is a part of the church that is seriously committed to reducing men to mere people. Oh today I'm telling you you picked the wrong day for the service there's a section of the church that doesn't ah yeah yeah they're in the church they talk the christianese that you are so used to but they have an agenda that they don't even know is to constantly reduce you to just a mere being because that is the version they can handle anything above that you are arrogant you are proud you think too much about yourself ah yeah yeah that company will kill the grace on your life did you hear what i just said i am telling you you're not going to profit from a prophet You're not going to profit from a man of God. You're not going to profit from a king. You're not going to profit from an apostle if you constantly want them to come down to your place. Because that's not where the oil flows and that's not how the oil flows. The oil flows from up from a higher place to a lower place. So in your attempt to reduce them to a place where that god has not given to them is your disadvantage 
because you are the one that won't benefit from that grace you are the one that won't benefit from that oil the prophet will continue to be the prophet the apostle will continue to be the apostle the woman of god will continue to be the woman of god but the oil won't locate you the grace won't speak for you why because you are bent on reducing them to your level but the man of god is humble the woman of god is humble they will say no problem i will serve you in the location i will serve you in the capacity you want me to serve you so they will become who you want them to be but you are the one that is losing there's a story of one of the princes in um, i love this i love this it was so powerful huh? there's a story of one of the princes of of uh, UAE the united arab emirates where dubai is he was driving from one city to another city now i don't know if this, this story is true but it was told to me by a friend and i loved it huh? he was going from one city to another city it's about two and a half three hour drive um, so he stopped in the middle for a small snack okay so he went into this restaurant which is very rare because you know these royalty doesn't stop just at any store and these are kings and princes with lots of money with lots of power lots of authority but anyways he stopped to walk into a restaurant it was a fairly large establishment he grabs himself something when he leaves but it was not him when when his helper was leaving the king ordered the prince ordered for everybody's bill in that restaurant that was eating to be paid for huh? so he just didn't buy a meal for himself with my costume 20 30 he walked in and he paid for every individual that was eating there ah. now i want to ask you who benefited by the king walking into that restaurant if you if it were up to you ah look at this guy why is he coming here he's taking all our taxes he's doing this he's doing that nah, 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 nah. but everybody benefited because the king the prince walked into a location child of god the ways of royalty is contrary to the ways of this world the ways of royalty is contrary to the ways of this world you don't benefit by and you know first of all who gave you the job of keeping a man of god humble the last time i checked it was god's job <laughs> but some of us have taken it upon us to make sure everybody is humbled relax don't become one of those people huh because your idea of humility may not be god's idea of humility second please if you have people in your life who are obsessed with reducing you with you know they have made it their life goal to keep you humble leave that presence i'm not talking about this healthy humility we're not talking about that 
there are people in the name of humility are they steal your identity they quench your fire they quench the grace that is upon your life and they will they will all say it ah but you're not humble enough you're not this you know if you're a king listen to me if you're a king you produce solutions you produce results but if you have if your mind is colonized by a slave mentality if your mind is colonized by a inferior mindset instead of producing results you complain you complain in the morning you complain in the afternoon you complain in the evening you complain in the night even in your sleep you're complaining even in your dreams you're complaining 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 but a king realizes i don't get to complain to anybody where can i complain to i am the highest office in the kingdom listen to me carefully i am the highest office in the kingdom people complain to me people bring their problems to me i have no one to complain to so i must produce results i must bring solutions i must give what the people need in this hour i cannot join them and join their complaining and join their belittling and join their hopelessness i am above that who does the king complain to nobody he realizes he can't complain to anyone because he is the highest office in the kingdom so he has to bring results a king is not afforded the luxury to complain did you hear what i just said a king is not afforded the luxury of complaining i must produce results we thank god for grace i'm going to close with this and then maybe give you a little bit on the priestly ministry whatever you complain about is the area you don't have power if i complain about an area it's that area i lack power in it's that area i have no authority over because what i complain shows to me what i complain about shows to me i don't have the power to change that area you know someday we will revisit this subject and we will dissected for hours okay but for now let us move on let us move to the ministry of priest i like this ministry yo huh? i like this ministry this is a, a ministry that combines both the prophet and the priest some people will divide it and and speak individually but uh, I like this ministry. I like the ministry of the priest. I like it. I like it. So Adam was both king and priest. The king as I told you executes the vision. But how does the king get the vision? How does the king come in contact with the vision? How does the king come in contact with the will of god how does the king have an idea of what he must do 
because inside the king there's also a priest because Adam was the king he is given the mandate to subdue but that information came because God came to Adam and was willing to speak to him was willing to have a conversation with him so the priest listen to me carefully is the office please listen to me the priest is the office where the human and the divine meet is the is the location where god comes down to speak oh brother i can say it's like the altar where god's fire comes in contact with it becomes the cross section the meeting place the tipping point between the seen and the unseen between this realm and the unseen realm between the natural and the supernatural between the human and the the priest stands in the middle of these two realms hey he has one foot in the seen world and he has the other foot in the unseen world he has one oh my god ah, this is exciting for me he has one year where he can hear the cries of the people and he has another year where he can hear the words of god he can hear the pain of the people and he can hear the solutions of the people the priestly office is one of the most powerful offices that exist on the earth because everybody likes to be the king everybody wants to be the king everybody wants to be the king but you see it is the priest it is the prophet and the priest that give the king what he must do where he must go how he must go is this now the time to go and fight or is this the time to shut up and stay inside the priests the ministry of the priest is so powerful and because of the work of the lord jesus christ eh, because of the blood because the lord jesus christ died on the cross took the punishment of us and took our sin and washed us cleansed us and has risen and ascended to the right hand of God he has given to us please listen to me the priesthood of all believers all those who believe all men and women and children who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ partake in his priestly office partake in his priestly ministry partake in his priestly uh, privileges and responsibilities that is why listen to me listen to me you don't necessarily have to come to me to hear god that is why you don't have to necessarily come to a temple to pray to god no 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 you 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 are the point of intersection god can speak to you wherever you are you are the living temple of god you are the temple of the holy spirit so wherever you are you become the location 
for God to intervene, for God to speak, for God. Ah, can you imagine the number of locations God has? Ah, sometimes we take this for granted. Child of God, are you listening to me? I said you are the location that God visits. You, 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 you are the location. This is the privilege of being a child of God. Now that doesn't mean you don't go to the house of God. That doesn't mean you don't go to a church. That doesn't mean you don't gather with other saints. That doesn't mean we don't get together and pray. No. But I want you to understand the privilege you have. God help us understand this reality. Lord Jesus help us understand this if Eden, listen to me carefully, I'm going to blow some of your minds. Oh, it's really simple. It blows my mind, but doesn't have to. So when Adam sinned, Adam was kicked out of Eden. Correct. He was kicked out of Eden. So if God wanted to speak to Adam, if God, and we know that God continued to speak with the descendants, because God spoke to Abel and Seth, um, uh, Abel and Cain, Cain and Abel. God spoke to Noah, God spoke to Abraham. And we know that there's a history of God speaking to people even after they sinned. But you'll never read oh, that God told them, in order for me to speak to you, come to Eden. If that was the case, we all have to go back to Eden to hear God's voice. But no, 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 no. Ay, 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 ay. God did not limit his voice inside of the Garden of Eden. If that was the case, we all have to go looking for the Garden. We all have to go looking for Eden. But what you don't understand, that Eden, after the finished work, huh? listen to me, after the finished work of the of, of, of the Lord Jesus Christ. After the shedding of the blood, Eden is not outside, Eden is inside. The garden is not a physical location outside, the garden is a physical location inside. God lives in earthen vessels. So now you guys are like, like what's going on now? This sounds, uh, you should be running and shouting by now because God has an Eden inside you but you don't think you carry Eden you don't believe you carry the garden inside of you so you live the way you want because why? nobody told you you are the tabernacle of God you are the tabernacle of God if you were to treat your own bodies, your own spirit, with the reverence you treat physical objects, ah, your life would look very different. If you would treat your fellow brother and sister in the Lord with the same reverence, you would treat a physical object. You will draw the God in him out. You don't experience Eden in you because you've not consecrated yourself. Your levels of consecration are so poor. 
so it is easier for you to go to a physical place because because you want somebody else to do the consecration for you you want somebody else to prepare the bread for you because you want to prepare, you want somebody else to prepare the you want somebody else to be holy for you you want somebody else to pray for you you want somebody else to be interceding on because you want to outsource everything to someone go once a week give an offering and get a blessing and you're done you're free but that's not what god desires god wants to dwell among his people will you carry this revelation with you eden is not outside of me eden is inside of me now does that mean that a location cannot be consecrated no a corner in your house can be consecrated a chair in your house can be consecrated a room in your house can be consecrated the house of god can be consecrated absolutely but please it starts with you it starts within you you know this phone do you know you would struggle to consecrate this phone uh, you would struggle to con- because this phone is a window for everything it's a portal for everything so you don't want to dedicate this phone to the lord <laughs> this phone is for you uh, for the good you and the bad you so the priestly ministry is what brings the heart of god the priestly ministry it is what brings the voice of god the priestly ministry is what attracts you see jesus said something so beautiful you are the light of the world and the salt of the earth light makes everything visible light brings understanding light brings visibility light brings information light brings knowledge light brings because it is in the presence of light it's when light comes you get a perspective you begin to see everything and you begin to assess everything so light brings understanding salt brings preservation Jesus said ye are the light of the world and the salt of the earth the salt brings preservation the light brings which i believe is a reflection of the kingly office and the priestly office the priest brings light the priest the priest brings understanding and the king rules the king protects and the king preserves and god put both of these ministries inside Adam and now our Lord Jesus Christ is the fullness of both of these offices he represents us to God he carries us to God as a priest but he also rules over the nations as a king of kings you guys have to understand this you have to understand this let's let's bring this to a conclusion as a priest you're able to cover that which is given to you the function of a priest is also the ministry of covering is to protect is to is to watch is to go before the lord and represent a group of people before the lord that's why a father in a family is both a king and a priest 
is very important not that the mothers are not please the mothers are also but i'm trying to explain to you how this ministry has such powerful implications why do you think you can pray i'm going to close with this huh why do you think you can pray because prayer is a function of the priestly office to engage with god on behalf of either yourself or a group of people is the function of a priest so you go to god and say god there's no rain can you please send rain god there's a struggle in this area would you please bring deliverance would you please release grace so prayer is a function of a priestly office so nobody taught you this but every time you pray you are functioning as a priest because only priests are allowed to engage with god so child of god i pray that you will grow in your understanding as both as a priest and as a king it is very critical that you understand this and take care of your body take care of your mind and your spirit imagine you are at the dedication of the temple of solomon or you are at the tabernacle of moses and you see the glory of god coming down and how there were thousands of sacrifices how people purified themselves how they did all of those things because they did it because they were able to see the glory in the natural but what if i tell you you are supposed to bring the same level of preparation the same level of sacrifice the same level of consecration to the tabernacle inside you huh no you are so familiar with yourselves that you will not take care of yourself you will not consecrate yourself you will not value yourself because you don't believe god dwells in you in that capacity you don't take yourself seriously because you don't believe god can tabernacle in you in such grace and such glory so you live the way you want i mean when i i don't want to say you let's say let's say we live the way we want what a privilege what a privilege what a privilege that you can approach god for yourself some people are going to be very upset with me because i'm teaching you this religion will keep you dependent on a man but revelation will not the ministry of intercession the ability to pray for somebody else that another can be represented in you Oof. that you can go to god on behalf of your children you know you have a little born kid you know 3 months 6 months old can't pray he <laughs> doesn't know how to pray doesn't know the lord jesus christ like the way you and i would know the lord jesus christ but the fact you can go to god not just for yourself but for your children is the function of a priestly ministry the fact 
I can pray for you on your behalf. Yeah, you're not my relative by blood. You and I are not connected because we have a family member, but because we have a relationship that is spiritual. I can carry you to God on your behalf. I can pray on your behalf. I can say God. My people that listen to my word, that listen to my preaching, that listen to the word of God that I am bringing, they have XYZ needs. Would you please intervene on their behalf? I can carry you to God. The ministry of intercession is a function of a priest. That's why the the priest wore a breastplate with 12 different stones because the 12 different stones represented the 12 tribes. So when ah this is getting exciting now. So marine ke soto la cantaramose. So when the priest entered the holy place he was not just entering himself he was carrying with him all of the 12 stones he carried to nasata which means uh, if i am truly aligned to a man of god and he enters into a dimension of grace and he enters into a breakthrough he enters into a blessing he enters into a place and i am on his heart i am on the breastplate of the man of god i am carried he carries me then i also walk into that same breakthrough because somebody carried me before god now i want to teach you this is powerful when you start praying with this revelation Yeah? Now maybe your children don't know the Lord. Maybe your children are in a difficult spot. Listen, and maybe they don't even want to come to the house of God. They don't even want to come to church. They don't want to do anything. But you need to walk in before God. God, my children are not coming before you, but I carry you to them. I carry you. I am bringing you. I am representing them before you. Scripture says the tribe of Levi hmm? the tribe of Levi gave tithes to Melchizedek but they were not even born oh huh? the 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 tribe of Levi the levites they were not even born but the scripture says that gave they gave tithes unto Melchizedek when Abraham gave tithes to them which means God recognized Levi's the Levites giving tithes to Melchizedek but they were not even born so when Abraham brought the tithe to Melchizedek everything in him brought the tithe to Melchizedek so Abraham carried Levi even before he was born and they were part participating in that giving they were participating in that sowing they were participating in the tithes oh that changes things though that changes now do you see the revelation that you can go before god and represent your great 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 grandchildren pray prayers on their behalf Ooh, you don't have to wait for them and grow up and decide what they are going to pick up You can walk before God a certain way and do some deals with God a certain way and you can 
predispose them create an affinity within you for them to even when they grow up they're going to be like you know what i think i'm going to become a levite i'm going to serve in the house of god i'm going to but what you don't know is that somebody in your bloodline did some deals with god made some covenants with god i was uh, somebody was talking to me some year sometime sometime ago and they were telling me oh you know uh, our children we are just going to wait and see what they want to choose and what they going to do and uh, you know we'll wait for them to grow up and decide i said oh good for you and what about you i said no my children are going to serve the lord they don't have a choice they don't have an option my children's 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 children till the return of the lord jesus christ are set apart for the kingdom of god no 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 they can paint but they are not painters they are men and women of god you understand i have done deals with god i have prayed prayers with god that my bloodline belongs to him are you guys by intercession inter session the ministry of a priest and can you see the impact david walked with god a certain way david moved the heart of god a certain way he one day he's thinking i need to build a house for god huh? and then the and the lord comes to him through the mouthpiece of a prophet and says uh, says the throne shall never be taken away from you david the throne will never be taken away from your bloodline huh? the guys that are going to come after david they did nothing oh <laughs> they are inheriting the kingdom they are inheriting the throne because their great grandfather great great grandfather moved the heart of god in a certain capacity and he inherited promises he inherited prophecies he inherited certain words from god that shaped the rest of his lineage that the line of david the tribe the family of david are supposed to be kings you guys are waiting for your grandchildren to decide what they will be i'm telling you you can decide not by force not by compulsion not by you know uh giving them a cane no 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 spiritually are you guys learning something today hmm? all of you are waiting for what when you can go before god when you can go before god and you can carry your family you can carry those you love those who are dear to you you can carry them before god for grace do you see the power invested in you do you see do you see how much power how much grace how much access but yet when you go and pray before god you pray like a victim you pray like a defeated for you you're like oh god oh god no 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 jalo God for grace. Next Wednesday I will talk to you about why believers still fail. 
in spite of having this knowledge i'm pretty sure that some of you have heard this before and yet you have not had results wednesday don't miss it i'm going to teach how not to fail as a king and a priest can i pray for you now you cannot receive a word like this and not sow a seed of honor because today i've given you so many keys before god that cannot just change your life but that can alter the course of your family and before i pray will you prepare a seed not a seed of compulsion not a seed of charity but an offering of honor a seed that is wrapped in honor because today you have a revelation that you didn't have yesterday today you have received something by grace and you want to honor god with your substance and i'm going to pronounce a blessing oh god you know i just as i'm telling you the lord reminded me to share it is the function of a priest to pronounce a blessing ah yeah it's the function of a priest who walks before the lord to carry a blessing from god and pronounce a blessing over your life so allow me to pronounce a blessing over you today do you have your seed ready okay and uh, you can go to our paypal and so there and whatever we receive in paypal we're going to use it for our vancouver meetings next month let me pray for you now father by divine grace not by my own works not by own my own qualification not because i am good enough but because of grace and because of the blood of jesus i now pronounce a blessing over everyone that is watching that has participated and partook in this word i declare to them that which was heavy shall become light that which took a lot of labor shall become easy that which took a lot of effort shall become effortless father i release grace for speed i release grace for strength and for pace for speed specifically lord and for those who have heard my voice and obeyed and sowed and are sowing i speak a blessing over them may great grace locate you may great grace locate your family and i pray that you will grow in understanding to have great victory in these coming days father thank you for grace i bless them in the name of the lord jesus christ i pronounce a blessing to you from the lord amen you are blessed you are blessed you are blessed ah uh, can we take a moment and appreciate the lord jesus christ let's grant him grace thank you god for grace let's appreciate him appreciate him appreciate him come on isn't he beautiful isn't he amazing amen thank you child of god i appreciate you spending the last 
hour and a half, two hours with me. Ah, it's such an honor, such a joy for me and my wife. It's a pleasure to serve you and to serve the body of Christ. You are definitely growing. I'll see you on Saturday. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. Please consider sharing it. And for more information, log on to harirao.com.